Hello, and welcome back to Defy the Odds, the podcast where we talk all things business alignment, energetics, mindset, human design, and strategy to help you become the richest person you know. I want to start this episode off by saying thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have sent me sweet messages, who have supported the podcast, who have left reviews, left ratings on Spotify and iTunes. It means so much to me. I've been blown away by your love and support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can never repay you enough. I'm so grateful. Now for today's episode, we are talking about how I made six figures my first year in business. So this was 2021 and that calendar year, I made 100,000, wait, $101,981. So I want to break it down for you today, how this happened, what it looked like, and just share my experience with you so that you can get a frame of reference of how your six-figure year might look. And just to have an example from one person about how their business looks. I do want to let you know that that year I did not have a website for my business. I did not have any sort of like fancy sales pages or I think I was using PayPal for my email list, but I wasn't sending emails regularly. That wasn't a thing, a strategy that I was using. I was using PayPal to send invoices to my clients and to grab links for people when they wanted to join my offers. And as I said before, I was only selling on Instagram and Facebook. So my business was very, very bare bones until November of 2021. So if you're just getting started and you think that you need to get your website perfect, that you need some fancy program to set up your email list and do your launch pages and your payment processors and all of that. Like I'm here to tell you that you don't, it doesn't have to be that complicated in the beginning. If you're just getting started, all you need is a PayPal link and a social media platform. And both of those things are free. So you do not need to be spending a lot of money. You do not need to be wasting a lot of time and energy setting up any sort of back end in your business. I would focus on creating content for social media to grow your audience and selling to them daily. So now that we've said that, let me share with you, I'm going to share with you the monthly income that I was making in 2021 because you'll see until we get to... November-ish, it did not look like I was on track to make six figures. It didn't look like it at all, okay? So here are my numbers. January, $10,000. February, $5,000. March, $6,000. April, $5,000. May, $9,000. June, $8,000. July, $4,000. August, 8,000, September, 9,000. And then in October, we had our first $12,000 month. In November, we had our first $15,000 month. And then in December, we made $5,000 again. So as you can see, there was no sort of real consistency there. There was no steadiness to it, which I have learned, especially in the beginning, as part of the entrepreneurial game. So if you're feeling like 
your business is not stable, that the income is not consistent, I want you to know that you are not alone. And it actually doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. And I love that this was my experience because it really cultivated my ability to have staying power, my ability to become unshakable regardless of the numbers that I was seeing on the screen. I couldn't look to the income every month to make me feel like I was doing a good job or to make me feel successful or to make me feel like it was working. Because if I had done that, just from January to February, from $10,739 in January to $5,002 in February, like I made less than half. That could have sent me into a spiral that could have made me feel like, oh my God, it's all falling me up, falling apart. What am I doing wrong? Nobody wants to buy. I should probably just stop right now. This must mean that I'm not good enough. But instead, I kept going. And in March, we are back up to 6,432. So we cannot be looking at the numbers to validate us. We cannot be looking at the numbers to make us feel confident. We have to keep our blinders on, stay connected to our purpose, to our knowing that this is what we are meant to do, that we are here for a life of freedom, that we have a special gift that can change the world, that can change lives. And it might take time because as we said in last episode, we can't control when or how it happens. So we have to stay connected to the bigger picture, to the bigger vision, instead of looking at the number for this month or next month and letting that control how we feel about ourselves. Now, something really interesting happened this year in 2021. At this point, my business, what January came around, my business was like three months old, right? I was still a very new entrepreneur. And so I was experimenting. I was testing things out. I was creating new offers and selling them. This year, I created one, two, three, 22 offers or something like that. 22 different offers that I was selling. That's like two a month. <laughs> so I was willing to experiment. I was willing to try things. I was willing to put things out there and see how well they did, see how my Aussie audience resonated, see how much I enjoyed teaching and leading and coaching in that way. I didn't box myself in to one offer or a lot of people in the industry call it a signature program thinking that that had to be the thing. I didn't put all my eggs in one basket because that is what I did in my previous coaching business. I spent months and months and months creating a course only to have one person buy. And I wasn't going to let that happen again. I was going to diversify my income streams. I was going to detach from needing every offer to work. I was going to trust my intuition and my desire. What do I want to sell this month? What feels really fun for me? What feels alive for me? What kind of container would I love leading right now? And so this year I created, I had a one-on-one -on -one coaching package, as I mentioned before, but I also had several different group programs that I ran 
I had experiences that were solely in Voxer. I had workshops that I ran. I had master classes that I ran. I did not stick to a single formula. I let myself play around. And I think that's a big place where a lot of coaches and healers and mentors mess themselves up. They try to stick with one thing or they look at what other people are doing in the industry and they try to replicate it. They think, oh, they're doing that. That must be what's working. So I'm going to do that too. And those of us with an undefined head center in, in human design know this. You see something that's working and it's so attractive and you end up unintentionally copying it when it's probably not actually in alignment with your design. So again, this is about reconnecting to you, to your voice, to your message, to your purpose, to the work that you are here to do, to the people that you are here to serve. What did they need? What would change their life? What thing would light you up and make you feel like you're on fire? Because when you're showing up in that energy, when you are selling in that energy, that's when you become the most magnetic. And that's when the clients come and the money comes. It's not about replicating what has worked for you before or what's working for somebody else. Another thing that I want to point out to you is that I had several different private coaches I was working with throughout this year. I had one earlier in the year from like February to um April-ish, and then one in the middle of the year, and then one at the end of the year. In the middle of the year, I was working with this coach and she was pretty heavily strategy-based. She said, okay, what's your income goal? What are your offers? How many do you need in each offer to hit that goal, right? Which there's nothing wrong with that if that works for you. But I know when I work that way, I almost box myself in and it feels a little bit restrictive and I get back into that grippy energy of, okay, well, I need five people in this offer. And if I don't get five people, I'm not going to hit my goal. And then I end up showing up with a very funky energy that's almost based in lack and desperation. And my audience can feel that energetically, even if it's unconscious from me. So I was working with this coach and we were breaking down the strategy of how this was going to work. And I remember it was almost at the end of our time together. And I was sitting on the floor of my apartment and we were talking about my upcoming launch. And I told her, I was like, you know what? I am not excited about this at all. I don't want to be launching this group program. And based on our plan, I had several group programs coming over the next few months that I was going to be selling. And I told her, I was like, I don't want to do this. It doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel good. It does not feel like something I want to be doing. And one of the principles that I built my business on is that it gets to be easy and it gets to be fun. And so when it did not feel that way, I knew that I was out of integrity. I was out of alignment and something had to change. So she's like, okay, okay, we can set that aside. We can cancel these launches. What do you want to be doing? What do you actually want to be doing? And I said, what I really want to be doing right now is one-on-one -on -one coaching. I want to be working with private clients. That feels like it would light me up. That feels expansive to me. That feels like an exhale to me. And so I created a private coaching offer. And 
as I'm telling you this, it, like, it sounds so simple, right? Like, of course, like don't do the things that don't feel good and create what does feel good. But when you're in it and when this is your sole source of income and you don't know if it's going to work, it's so scary. It's so scary to say, I'm going to cancel this plan that I had and I'm going to just trust my intuition and I'm just going to trust my desires and fingers crossed the universe meets me and provides the clients and the money that I I legitimately need to pay rent next month. Right. So it was so scary, but I did not want to go into launching that group program again feeling disconnected from it. I couldn't do that. It goes against everything that I stand for, that you have to be embodied in your offer, that you get to show up and sell it in a way that feels good to you. So I had to trust. And I took about a week pause of really tuning into what kind of clients that I wanted inside of this private coaching package and how long it was going to be and how did I want to structure it? Because Again, even with a private coaching package, you can get into the mindset of like, okay, everyone in the industry is doing three-month packages with one call a month and Voxer access. But if that feels like overwhelm to your nervous system, you are going to resist it and you are going to block yourself from receiving those clients because you don't actually want it, even though your mind is telling you you do want it. So I gave myself time and space to tune into what I actually wanted to create and what these packages were. And I got clear that I wanted a two-month package with weekly calls, but no Voxer access. So this was going to be a a short, sweet, intense container with these clients. And it was going to be about their evolution. It was going to be about stepping into their power. It was going to be about really claiming what you wanted for your life and going for that next evolution. And once I got clear on that and I was so connected to what it was and who it was for and the energy that I was going to bring to these conversations and how it was going to transform for my clients, the clients came in I'm not even kidding you, within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, I sold out those packages. It doesn't make sense. It defies the odds. But do you see how, first, I had to tune into how I was actually feeling and notice the things that didn't feel good. Then I had to have the courage to let it go and trust my desires. I had to get clear on what my desires actually were, which is where so many people get tripped up. They're like, I don't even know what I want. Well, if you don't know what you want, that's where you need to start. You need to spend some time really getting to know yourself. And then this happened over the summer. In August, I remember I was doing a Facebook Live in my Facebook group, which is the Human Design Headquarters, if you'd like to come join us over there. And I was talking about what it's like to be a projector and how I wanted to grow and build my business as a projector. And after I finished that live, someone sent me a Facebook message who I didn't know. We'd never spoken before. And she said, hi, Ashley, I was just watching your live. I'm a projector too. I was wondering if you have private coaching available, if I could work with you. What? How does this happen? How does this happen? Right? It It wasn't planned. It wasn't expected. I couldn't have known that that's how it was going to work out. And at this point, 
my coaching was, was full by all external standards, right? I had clients, but I had this new person reaching out and I knew that I didn't want to replicate the same program I had just run over the summer. I wanted it to be more expansive. I wanted to stretch my capacity. How much could I hold? How, how much could I hold for this client? And so I told her, I was like, yes, I do have private coaching. It is a four month commitment, weekly calls, unlimited Voxer access, meaning you can message me at any time, day or night, and you get access to all of my programs, all of my offers that I've created, which like that is like high level VIP access to everything. Skip the line, come and go all in. We're doing the thing together. And she said, fabulous. I'm in. And she paid $2,222 a month for the next four months. And at this point, I'm like thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I now have recurring income. I can now project out, I have at least $2,222 coming in for the next four months. And that felt so good, so supportive, so like a, like a, a, a juicy, smooth, grounded energy of there's no reason to push. There's no reason to force this. There's no reason to do anything that doesn't feel good for me because I know that that is pushing everything away energetically. But when I'm connected to myself, to my energy, somehow these clients just appear and somehow the money flows in. Now, not to say that it was all smooth sailing from there because it was not. Something else happened that August. Someone else reached out to me out of the blue. She found me in someone else's Facebook group, said, Ashley, I want to work with you. I want to hire you. I'm like, fabulous. It's $2,222. She said, okay, I'm in. And she paid for the first month. And then after our four calls together that month, she sent me a message and she said, I'm so sorry, but I can't continue. I don't have the money. I can't pay you anymore. I feel so bad, but I just can't do it. Okay. What do you do when a client backs out of a commitment? What do you do when a client says they can't pay you or if they do pay you, they can't feed their children? It's such a shitty thing to do. And I get it. But we have to become people who keep our word. We have to become people who do what we say we're going to do. We have to become people who are self-aware enough to not get into an agreement if we can't hold up our end of the deal. Now, my clients always ask me, what do you do when this happens? Right. I'm like, well, you can have your science sign clients sign contracts. Of course you can. But if they break that contract, you can send them to collections. But ultimately, the only real way you're going to get your money back is to take them to court. And I wasn't willing to invest that time or energy. So I took this as a lesson for myself. This client wants to leave. Okay. I will release her and I will send her all the good vibes. Lesson, release, lesson, release. 
And, okay, Ashley, what do we need to do practically and energetically to make sure this doesn't happen again? I need to raise my standards. I need to have a conversation with my clients before they work with me privately. I need to have them sign a contract, right? If you're willing to sign your name onto a paper and then break your contract, what kind of person are you? And I began shifting my language and how I was speaking to my audience, speaking to them as if they are people who keep their word to themselves, speaking to them as if they are people in their power, speaking to them as if they are people who go all in, who don't back out. And since then, I've never had a private client back out on a contract. But I'm sharing this with you because this is the real behind the scenes of business. This is what happens on your way to six figures and multi-six figures. And you have to be willing to be the person who can hold it. You have to have the emotional intelligence to know that just because this client backs out and doesn't want to pay, it doesn't mean anything about you. Don't get in your head. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it freak you out. Don't let it lower your vibration. You are still a boss. You are still here doing the thing. You are a CEO and you can handle this. And so I did. The next shift in my business happened at the end of September, beginning of October of 2021. I hired a coach. And on our first few calls, I remember telling her, you know, like September wasn't a really great month for me. I really know that I can do so much more. And she's like, your energy is stuck. We need to shift it. We need to to change it up. So go to your apartment and rearrange the furniture. Go look at your finances and look at what needs to be cleaned up. How can we start treating you and your business like it's a business and like you're a CEO? And I was like, oh my gosh, you're completely right. And so I rearranged my apartment and I set up a SEP IRA for my business, a retirement fund. I got a new laptop. I began getting dressed each morning and the energy of, I'm here to do the thing. I am in my power. I'm ready to change the world. I am important and I have something important to say. October, our first $12,000 month. I don't know how it happened. I wasn't planning on it. I wasn't aiming for it. I wasn't doing anything differently. That money came from chart readings, private coaching, and three group programs. At the end of October, I remember telling my coach, I'm so excited and like grateful that I made $12,000, but I don't know how I did it because I wasn't trying to do it. I don't know how it happens. So if I don't know how it happened, how do I do it again? How do I do it again? And my coach said to me, okay, what did you do in October? I said, well, I was selling various offers. I was tapping into my power every day. I was reminding myself who I am. I was working on my money mindset. I was cleaning up my money blocks. And she's like, okay, that's it. (laughs) That 
is how you did it. So if you want to do it again, you just have to do all that again. Continue cleaning up your money box. Continue showing up in your power. Continue shifting your mindset. Continue selling every day. And November, $15,000 month. Again, I can't like tell you how, except I created offers. I sold them. I talked about them as much as I could. I worked on my alignment. I worked on my mindset. I worked on my relationship with money. I celebrated every little win along the way. I was grateful. And the clients and the money just came. This is what I mean when I say business gets to be easy and fun. And I think sometimes people take that out of context and they think it means you don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. You just get to like lounge by the pool all day. And yeah, there are days where I lounge by the pool and work, but it also, it's the inner work, the alignment, the mindset, the energetics of it all while simultaneously creating offers and sharing them on the internet with people who want to buy them. So there is work involved, but when you're connected to it, it gets to feel so easy and so freaking fun. And so that December, I think it was, I don't remember the exact date, maybe like the 21st of December, we crossed $100,000 for the year. And I can't, I can't even tell you the moment that it happened. I can't even tell you the day that it happened. I can't even tell you how I felt when it happened, which is important because we spend so much time thinking about these goals, thinking about these milestones and how we're going to feel and how it's going to change our life. And I don't even remember it. At the point when it happened, I was the person who was a match for $100,000 a year which means it felt normal. It felt obvious. It felt like, of course, I'm going to make that much money. It felt neutral. And so I already had a bigger goal in mind. I was already looking ahead. So when this happens, we have to take a moment to anchor it in, right? To recognize how far we've come. How Ashley Two years ago, you were living at your mom's house making $13 an hour. One year ago, you had just started your business. And now you are celebrating six figures in a year when some people work their whole lives to hit that much money in their job. Do you realize how you've justified the odds? Do you realize your parents worked their whole lives to make that much money? And you just did it in a year with this fun little business thing you created. Even though it feels like no big deal. Even though you already desire more, even though you know you're capable of so much more, even though this is just a stepping stone along the way to where you're going, can we stop and celebrate this moment? And so I, I had a bottle of champagne, I cheers, I celebrated, and I kept walking forward. And now, it is a multi six-figure business. And we're just getting started, you guys. We're just getting started. 
if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you want me to talk about here on Defy the Odds podcast, send me a message on Instagram and let me know. I want to make this as helpful and valuable for you as possible. If you loved this episode, share it on Instagram, tag me, let me know what landed for you. I would love to see it and I will reshare your post as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're over on YouTube, I am sending you all so much love and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.